Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Send the Location. Hi, guys. It's Yaz. And it's Serena, and we're coming to you from two very different locations. We are currently long distance. This is the longest we've been apart in probably a long time, actually. Actually, yeah, I feel like it has been a really long time. Weird. Anyways, we didn't want to go another week without giving you our unsolicited advice and opinions on random topics, so we're going to get into that again today. And we're back with the virtual recording. Like, who are we? Doing this in different countries? I feel like this is so new and fresh and fierce. It's giving. If she wanted to, she would. (laughs) At the same time, like, do I want to? And do you even want me to? I don't know. Well, since we've been apart for a solid week, I really need to hear the tea. I think we should get started with our traditional roundup. So Serena, give me your ick of the week. Okay. Starting on a negative. We love that. Um, Okay. It can only go up from here. Exactly. Let me think. My ick of the week is that this is such a good one because I was so annoyed by this all weekend. I meant for this entire weekend, I'm talking Thursday to Sunday, to be a no phone, reading only, no socializing weekend. Like, I feel like I needed that for myself to kind of recoup and recharge my social battery. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having to attend things every single day and having my eyes glued to my phone simultaneously. Why glued to your phone? Because, like, I feel like I had a lot of work stuff, like, that I was stressed about. Like, remember that thing I called you about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, like, stressed about work stuff. So even though I wasn't necessarily, like, editing or something, I was just, like, glued, staring at my emails, being like, oh, my God, please email me. I was, like, that girl waiting for a text back, except no one texted (laughs) me back. (laughs) So that's what I did. That was my ick of the week. I'm not even kidding. Like, I was doing stuff until Sunday night. And the next thing you know, it's Tuesday, and here we are. Um, But we'll try again next weekend. Let's hear about your ick of the week. I am such a creature habit and routine person. So I think that any time that I'm going away for like a shorter period of time where I feel like I can't build a new routine, I just have some off mornings. So I would say like I've been having to learn that just because like your morning doesn't start off on the most productive note – we shouldn't just write that day off because I don't know about you guys, but I have a tendency of doing that so often. Mm-hmm. And Piero and I have been moving around so much during my like time in Miami. So that would be my ick. But it's also just like a catalyst for growth, if you will. Like mm-hmm. not every day is going to be perfect from the start. And if you're just going to go into the rest of the day with a negative attitude, because what, like I didn't wake up at seven and go to a Pilates class, like figure good. Like there's bigger fish to fry. Honestly, that's so facts and I feel you so hard. I definitely get in my head myself about that too. And you know, like we're both the same in that way. Like we like to get up early. Like we like to do our class, get our coffee, like go for our walk, like all at the same time and like get our shit done early in the AM. But it's hard when other people that you're with aren't like that. And they're like, like, oh, what's the problem with it? Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, like I'll go to the gym. Like for example, like, oh, at like nine at night. And it's like, well, no, like, (laughs) well, then I'm not going to (laughs) go. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's your like beige flag? And if you guys aren't familiar with this area of the podcast, our beige flag is kind of just like something that wasn't totally wrong, but wasn't exactly the vibe. 
this can go both ways. I feel like it's almost like a better beige flag. All of the plans that I did attend, well, Thursday and Friday were like work things, but Saturday and Sunday, I spent time catching up with my hometown friends. The Saturday night, I went to a party who, it's like one of my boyfriend's really close friends now, but I actually went to high school and was good friends with him like in the past as well. And I've known them for a long time, like they're twins. Went to their party and saw so many people from my high school. Like it was crazy. I haven't seen these people in like years. So I got to catch up there. Um, And then on the Sunday, I did the same thing, but with my closer group of friends, we had a party at one of my friend's houses, not a party, like a get together in her backyard. Uh, And that's cool. Like it's cool to catch up, but I would call it beige because there's a lot of people there who like you don't care to catch up with. And it's like, I haven't talked to you in a long time for a reason. Like Mm -hmm. I don't care to have these like empty conversations, which I felt like on the Sunday, not so much. Like those are my closer friends, but on the Saturday, it's like, yeah, you can have these conversations, but people are like, oh, like what's work like? You know, the weather these days is, you know, crazy. It's so cold. And you're like, what am I doing here? Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of those moments where you just don't want to be like disingenuous to yourself or to exactly. other people. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I feel like. It's like, there's some people there who I actually did want to catch up with, but the majority of people, it's like, I don't know what's going on in your life because I never cared to before. And as much as like, I'm glad that you're well, I don't really want to have those like half-assed conversations. Like, I know that you don't care about my life. That's, that's the thing that I was going to say. Care. It's more so like, you know that they never cared to keep in touch with you. So then it's like when you have these moments where you're kind of like forced to have these interactions and it's like, we haven't talked in five years and we probably yeah. could have gone another 10 years without talking and guaranteed like you're not inviting me to your wedding and vice versa. Like 100%. I don't know. I feel like that's something that happens in your 20s. Like when you get Mm -hmm. out of high school, when you get out of university and your circle gets a lot smaller. I know that that's so scary for so many people, but it's so beneficial too for your own mental and just Mm -hmm. like for your own goals. Yeah. And you realize now really quickly too that like my actual friends, like my high school group of friends who like I still love and hang out with like my age, my grade, whatever, my girls – those conversations are so much more meaningful and like when you put in perspective you're like wow damn like I really don't have anyone around me anymore who I have these empty conversations with and like thank god because I'm so drained after them so anyways that's my beige flag uh what was yours Ooh, my beige flag of the week probably has to do with doing grown-up stuff that's been stressing me out and that I've been procrastinating like now that I'm fully a business and I have like accountants and management and people that I constantly have to be like in close communication with, I put off the things that scare me and stress me out. And this week I had no reason not to get all of that stuff done. Mm-hmm. So I did. So it's a beige flag because I'm really happy that it's all sorted, but getting there, it it's such like a mind barrier to actually like sit down and do things that you don't necessarily know the answers to and you're not sure how they're going to go. So you don't Mm -hmm. even want to see it play out. It's like one of those assignments that you have in like high school or university that you avoid for so long and you're like, I really don't want to do it. Like you dread it. You have all this like buildup of like stress and anxiety, like of getting it done. And then you do it and it took you like five minutes and you're like, oh my God, I should have just done that like 
no, you're just looking at yourself and you're like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I literally <laughs> could have done this. And like, I'm, I'm glad no one was witnessing this. <laughs> I literally, that's like, so I got funny. an email from my accountant and he had, like, sorted out a bunch of stuff for me. And I was like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I thought that this, this was going to be the end of the world. And it was not at all. But just you're like, you know I what? didn't know. What would be your woo of the week? Here's the thing. I was thinking about it while you were talking and I'm not sure. Oh, really? You're not sure? What? Who called you this week? Who called me? I don't know. Certainly not myself or Lindsay. <gasps> oh, oh my God. Wait, that was this week? Y'all, we're freaking Oh my God. Resend- no, I'm canceling. I'm canceling. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh my God, that is such a woo. Are you kidding me? Why did I not think of that? I'm like, who called me? And then when you said you, I thought you were joking. I was like, you didn't call me. <laughs> oh, literally. I'm screaming. Oh my God, guys, guess what? Guess who's going back to Vegas? It's me. We and Yaz and Lindsay. We are. Oh my God. They surprised me my best friends in the entire world, Yaz and Lindsay, surprised me with a trip to Vegas for my birthday. I had no words. Like, they even got us a reservation at my favorite restaurant, Delilah, for chicken fingers on my birthday night. I'm not even kidding. I'm so hyped. Yaz, I feel like, if you guys remember our last trip, never got a real experience of Vegas yet. And I am so hyped, and so is Lindsay, to just like go run around the strip oh my god i'm so excited like it's gonna be iconic like, i have no words like i actually have no words i'm gonna vlog it and i feel like it's gonna be a disaster but like in the best way possible i'm so excited oh it's gonna be an absolute disaster and like the worst part is we're literally going for like five full business days like mm-hmm. five business days in they Vegas. also sell four locos there that's a whole other problem that you guys don't even want to get into. I made my boyfriend split a four loco with me before going to like one of the nicest restaurants in Miami. No. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, Pete is such know. a lightweight too. How could <laughs> you do that to him? <laughs> oh my god, Did I didn't even his life. Um no, he he had such a good night. Like we literally That's had so much so fun. Funny. Drunk. We went on the beach and took photos. But the next night we went to an event for his friend that hit a million subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a bunch of guys in a table tennis tournament playing for a $15,000 Rolex. And I was like, what is Miami? Like if That's it is not crazy this moment, Sebas made it to the finals, or like one of our good <gasps> friends. Um, he didn't. He didn't win, but he was so close. No, was so close. that's that's so depressing when you're that close and like you just don't win. He can afford to buy himself one, anyways. But P was P was having a good night. He was <laughs> loving the opera. The reason he got kicked out was because of the four logo. <laughs> He's like, I can't even see the ping pong ball. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. It's okay. Honestly, that sounds like me too because on Saturday night at that party, like with, um my boyfriend's like friends which again they're all my high school friends too like he's from like the same group ish i wasn't gonna drink and then he's like oh like i'll just like make you one drink so he makes me a vodka red bull but this was like a 80 20 on the vodka side so i have one drink and i'm like vibing feeling good like was surviving off of jamaican patties that i had from kensington market that day and i was like oh my god did you have did you have the one from 
No, that doesn't matter. Take it out. I don't remember the name of it, but it was really, really really good. They were honestly, I've never tried them before. They were really good. 11 out of 10 would recommend. Um, Okay. Give me your woo. Was that your woo? Was that my woo? I I guess honestly, my woo was surprising you. Like that was so fun. Like Lindsay and I have been holding this in you guys for like a month and a half and Serena has thought no even longer than that because no, when we long were in time a really really long time like back in March Serena and I were walking on the beach in Florida and she was like I really want to do something fun for my birthday like I really want to book Vegas and I sat there shitting my pants I am the worst liar in she's my such, life. A, bad like, liar. She's such, such a, a bad liar she's such a bad liar And Lindsay and I had already planned it all out. Like, we had figured out the dates. Like, we already knew that that was happening. We had told everyone (laughs) that needed to know that she was going to be out of the country. And this girl's being like, yeah, like, let's book flights today. And I'm like, Serena. I was like, all I want for my birthday is to go away with you and Lindsay. I was like, I don't want a big thing. Like, I don't want to have a party. I don't want to go to a club. Like, I want to go to Vegas with you and Lindsay. I sat there and I was like, I don't like Lindsay. I was like, honestly, I don't like Lindsay. She was so bad. Like, she was such a bad liar. And the funny thing is... So that happened on the beach. And then that night, like, Piero picked up Yaz from, like, my condo in Florida. Next morning, I go out for brunch with my mom. And I say to my mom, I think Yaz and Lindsay are planning something for my birthday in Vegas. My mom goes, I know nothing about that. I was like, Mom, you're such a bad liar. Like, why would you say that? And she's, like, not looking at me. She's not making eye contact. She's like, I know nothing about that. And I'm like, bruh. And it was so funny. I was like, oh, my God. So I kind of had an idea for a while. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to plan something. But, like, I also kind of turned the other way because I was like, I don't want to know. Like, if they are, like, I want to be surprised. Like, whatever. But then so many times, like, things came up where, like, Yaz was like, oh, I'm doing this that week. And then, like, Lindsay was like, oh, I'm doing that that week. And Lindsay, like, posted on her story that she booked a flight to Vegas in May. It was so fucking funny. We were. Did trying- she do that to, like, try and take me off of you guys? Yes. So when I mentioned it on FaceTime, like, you fully knew that she did that on purpose. Yeah. Because I literally saw her story and I'm like, I think Lindsay's going to Vegas in May. And then Yaz, like, had told me, like, oh, I might have to go to Italy the week of your birthday for, like, a family thing. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, I guess we're not going to Vegas. <laughs> and it was so funny. Anyway, you just have to deeply surprise. offend your friends. Great surprise. And I'm like literally the most hyped. So stay tuned. We're gonna maybe try and get some like I think we should get some like audio recordings like while we're there. That'd be so oh. fun. Oh, we will. Audio, yeah. video. We're just gonna give you guys the 4D experience. No oh my god, I'm so excited. So now that we got that done, uh, we actually did put a poll up on Instagram and we said, What do you want our advice on? Give us all the tea. So I feel like we should go through some of those responses. We're going to keep the episode a little mini episode and just give some commentary on some of the responses that we got. Let's do it. Okay. The first one that I'm looking at is keeping sexy time spicy with a long-term partner. That's I feel a good like question. Is, it's a good question, but I feel like it's kind of hard to answer depending on kind of like the nature of, of your relations relationship yeah because you know there's some relationships that are spicy like from the get-go and mm-hmm. i feel like it'd be easier for them to keep the spice for a long time but like i'm not trying to call people vanilla but like if you're in a very vanilla relationship like that i feel like it's a lot more difficult to spice things up because maybe that's out of their comfort zones you know what i'm saying yeah i think that it comes down to if the relationship develops from a friendship 
or from a point of attraction. Because the only time where I have related to this was in a relationship where like we were literally homies and we tried to make that happen. And I, you know, I just stopped feeling that part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, you always need to make it a priority. Like you have to both make time for it. And I think sometimes people being too comfortable with someone can just like lead to like a friendship or you spending too much time together that's never actually like intentional time if you know what I mean yeah it's like quantity versus quality in a way yeah so definitely like stick to the quality stick to like making those like memorable moments like are you still wearing lingerie for yourself and your partner like are you you know, guys, like, talking about, like, fun little toys that you can, like, add into the equation. Like, do you mm-hmm. have those conversations or is that just part completely, like, removed? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like it depends on, like, the nature of the relationship, too, because if that's not something that you or your partner was, like, ever comfortable with, I get that it would be difficult to, like, integrate that after the fact. However, getting out of your comfort zone might be necessary to keep that spicy, sexy time with your long-term partner. All right, next question. Discussing splitting finances with a partner before an expensive trip. That's kind of a tough one, too. These are kind of tough questions. You guys really hit us. (laughs) Because, again, I'm going to say, like, it depends on the comfortability you have with your partner. I definitely think that shouldn't be something you're ever scared to talk about. I feel like I'm trying to see this from the perspective of someone who doesn't necessarily have the ability to split things 50 50 with someone Mm -hmm. like let's say that there's like an equity like a pay equity gap between like the male and the female and she's sitting there and her boyfriend's expecting her to you know split this hotel that he chose 50 50 and she doesn't make the same as him yeah that's hard Because at the end of the day, I feel like you need to be able to have those conversations with your partner and be transparent about what you're making versus what they're making and what your expenses in life are versus what theirs are. Mm -hmm. And it removes that. I think that those are the kind of situations that I've seen my friends in where they're like, I don't even know how to approach this right now because we Mm -hmm. we're so far in and we haven't discussed those things. But having that kind of like open dialogue off the bat is helpful. But Especially before a trip, I think that it's just so much easier to share, like, where you're at and ask where he's at than you're getting there, you know, to the hotel and he's like, oh, can't you put down your card? And maybe Yeah, and you're like, um, I literally can't. Boy. I'm yeah. literally broke. My credit card limit is, like, $500. Like, no, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> My only recommendation, too, is just, like, don't ever do something that's out of your means because you think that it's within your partner's. Like That's if, so you weren't, if you weren't going to be able to do that for yourself, don't go into something with the expectation that that person is going to do it for you. Yeah, that's so true. And this person even specified like before an expensive trip. I remember a long time ago, friends of ours brought this up to us actually, how there's a lot of girls that they've come across. These are guys, by the way. Girls they've come across who are in relationships and they'll like plan things out that they want to do. And expect their boyfriend to fund it. Yeah. Like, do you remember me telling you or you know who um, about that? Oh, yeah, completely. I like, I think that it's something that exists because don't get me wrong. Like, every girl loves the princess treatment. But, like, 
Serena and I got into a situation last year where we were literally stuck in LA. We felt like we were a little bit beyond our means in terms of like what we expected to be paying for things. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get out of a situation, but we didn't want to have to pay for like another flight on top of that. And then like days and days of hotels. And we were like, this just isn't what we signed up for. Yeah. Never go into something that if you got backed into a corner, if you and your boyfriend broke up on that trip, that you wouldn't be able to buy yourself a flight home the next day and buy yourself a hotel. And I know that that might sound pessimistic, but like it just comes down to like protect yourself. Yeah. And again, like you said, like don't live beyond your means for somebody else, because if you can't do it, that's nothing to be embarrassed of whatsoever. It's just the way life is. Like there's always going to be somebody who has more funds than you. Always going to be someone who has less you have to do what's right for you at the end of the day. And if that's, you know, talking to your boyfriend about maybe staying somewhere that's less expensive or going for dinners at somewhere that's not, you know, like a Michelin star. Maybe getting groceries. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. As long as you own it, like there's nothing wrong with any of it. Just like any other part of your personality or life, like own it. It's true. It's about you. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. All right. The next question toxic friend groups and fear of being lonely once you drop them i'm trying to say that a toxic friend group you would rather be lonely than have that and i know that's kind of a hot take because some people are like well if i don't have my toxic friend group like i don't have anybody but wouldn't you rather have yourself and your morals and your values all in line ready for some new friends who respect them and treat them as they should be i think at the end of the day you're not even gonna have energy to open yourself up to new friendships if you're still worrying about people who aren't adding any sort of value and bringing you down so like it's the same way like you're not gonna find the perfect boyfriend if you're still in your toxic relationship yeah like you have to focus on being single and maybe that means like literally being single from friends for a while and working on yourself and building yourself and your confidence back up so that you can find the right people to surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And even from experience, like I can tell you, and I'm sure Yaz, like you probably agree with this, that when you're in relationships, like whether it's with a boy or your friends or whatever, that aren't positively serving you, you constantly feel drained and empty inside it's not a good time. Like you really don't want it. I can't remember being in a toxic friend group since I was in high school. Um, And even then, like, honestly, like the friends I had, like they were fine for what they were. It's nothing wrong with them. It's just like within each other. Like I usually wasn't involved. I would see them and how toxic they were and like all the shit talking and, you know, going behind each other's backs and, you know, just intentionally hurting each other. I'm like, oh my God, are you not tired of this? And I still see it happen sometimes, like in my friend, I don't my friends, sorry, in my sister's friends groups. And I'm like, you guys are 20 years old, 22 years old. Are you not done with it? You know, and they're like, oh, but these are my friends. Like, I have to deal with it. Well, no, you don't. You're more than welcome to leave. I think that people feel like whenever they invest time into something, if you've invested a lot of time into something, you might as well stay in it because they know you, you've had all of those experiences, what I'm going to have to start over and have someone like relearn everything about me. Like, I don't want to go through that, but sometimes it's so much better. Like think about like Serena and I literally met and became close like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And this bitch unfortunately knows me better than 99% of the people on the planet. 
It's so true, though. The same goes with you. Like, I'm telling you, I like Yaz is like my soul sister. And I know people on Instagram and like TikTok probably are like, oh, like they're social media friends. Like, I feel like we've got like comments like that a lot. And it's like, no, like it was so crazy for me to discover someone out there in the world at this point in life where it's like, no, you do know me better than all these other people that I have. And you understand me and you relate to me. And I could be with you 24-7 and not want to, like, literally punch you in the throat. Um, Even sometimes we do punch each other in the throat. And it's great. I was just going to say that. It's actually kind of great, though. Like, it's in a good way. And it's like, bro, snap out of whatever you're dealing with right now. Like, you know, shut up. Yeah. I just think that it comes down to, like, you will surprise yourself. The person or the people that you're meant to be around, it'll just – fit naturally whereas Mm -hmm. trying to make something work that is just consistently not supposed to fit there into your life you're gonna have the same result time and time again 100 um someone said feeling lost in your 20s i think with absolute certainty i can say that you're gonna have those periods of your life in your 20s in your 30s in your 40s no one knows what's going on every second of their life but I think that there's all this pressure to figure everything out in your 20s and there's something so toxic and damaging about seeing someone at 22 doing better than you're at at 24 and Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god I need to catch up like yeah I don't know what it is about us that thinks that you know those 700 days we somehow like missed out not everyone is starting at the same starting point and the finish line looks different for everyone else. So mm-hmm. first of all, like, get age out of the equation. Just make sure that you're focusing on being happy and what's serving you. Being 20 within your 20s is the time that you get to be so fucking selfish. Like you get to make reckless decisions. You can move countries. You can try out new jobs. It is the time where you're going to have the most independence and flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, everyone can just up and move and leave but in the grand scheme of things you probably don't have a mortgage yet you don't have children to feed Mm -hmm. in many cases it is the freest you're going to be in your life yeah I think what happens is when you're in your 20s it's the first time ever that you get to experience that feeling lost situation because you're finishing university or maybe not maybe you're out of high school and you're starting a job like whichever the case may be I think it's the first time in your entire life where you actually have to start realizing you do have this control and sense of self and responsibilities. And it's just the first chance where you get to really think about it more deeply than surface level, like before you have all these other like mandatory requirements of growing up. It's like all of a sudden they're gone. Like now what do I do? But I can even tell you like my mom, for example, like a couple years ago or maybe this was last year she was going through the same thing and like she's like 50 something so like yeah I said it's not reserved to your 20s I think it's the first most shocking time you're ever going to go through it but my mom like last year is just like I'm so tired of my job I'm so tired of what I was doing at this place I'm tired of the people like I'm tired of the tasks I'm tired of whatever and she went and found herself a new job like she just didn't feel passionately about it and she was comfy like she was doing well like everything was going good but she was just like I feel this like emptiness from what I'm doing like I need a hobby like I need something better and whatever so no matter what age you are I think it's going to come into play but it's kind of like almost a trending thing to talk about feeling lost in your 20s because we're this new age of social media where you can post about it you can talk about it you see it you know you hear it and 
it's almost like it feels reserved to like between you being 20 years old and 30 years old but it's really not and it just ebbs and flows with the rest of life like I'm sure there's going to be other struggles you go through I don't think it ever gets easier or less than it's just kind of how it works out for itself I think at the end of the day you just get more comfortable with being uncomfortable like you're going to go through your first period of not knowing what the fuck's going on and you're going to realize that you got through it and then in two years when that happens again you're going to be like last time that shaped me and I'm in a better place because of it so I can handle this now okay so we said we're (laughs) (laughs) my boyfriend one time was like do you realize when you're in an uncomfortable situation you talk in a British accent and I was like don't call me out for that that's really rude of you even once Serena, it, once Serena and I got it. in a fight, and we both just spoke to each other. And this was our only fight taken. This was our only fight ever. I don't even say it was a fight. It was like two words exchanged with each other. Like it was like two sentences, I think. But like the two sentences at the end of the room, were like and I was like, I was like, I don't, even I don't want to be fighting anymore. You were like, I don't like this feeling. And I was like, me either. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we just laid on the floor together for like two hours and, got and then we both just start crying and we're like hey confrontation okay, no, that's it that also so hates confrontation. yeah you'll just never talk to each other <laughs> that was a lot of growth yeah. that happened in that conversation no don't get me wrong like, we can talk to each other about things but like I just don't think that things get to like heated yeah that escalated <laughs> point <laughs> that's funny um, okay, well, we said we we're going to keep this to a mini episode. Um, I think we shut it down now. Yeah, let's shut this the fuck down. Anyways, guys, you guys will be hearing from us once more before we jet off to Vegas. That'll be the last you're hearing of our voices. I promise you the next time after that, I will have nothing left. I'll be dead inside. <laughs> and I hope Yaz will be too. We'll bring you guys along for the whole ride, but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Send the Location. If you're not already following us on our Instagram account, please do, because that's how you can participate in episodes like today. We're also available now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so make sure that you're following the podcast there and have on the bell notifications so that you are updated the next time we release an episode. And if you haven't already left us a review, you know what to do. Good one, bad one, sassy one, funny one. We'll take any kind of review, really. It helps us. It helps you. We're all happy. We love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. Forward kiss. Ciao.